the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Heidi O. Show dedicated to getting in retirement. I would almost want to rename the show if I could The Road to Retirement. At one point in time, the show was called 2020 Insight. People thought I was an optometrist. Not the best name. Not the worst name. It was a 2020 Insight on Wall, you know, on Wall Street. Blah, blah, blah. Um... Good markets. This has been one of those months where we've been down to the point you want to sing the blues. I've been down that road before. I know you're saying that's not the blues. But you get the idea. And then you get kind of excited. You know, like Van Halen will go higher and higher, straight up we'll fly. And then we got a little lackadaisical kind of sideways. And now we're back into the marijuana song, Until I Got High. I was going to hit records on Wall Street, Till I Got High. And we're moving higher. Up 248 today. Woo! Smoking. Remember Jim Carrey? <laughs> the mask. Smoking. He's, that's one of those careers that kind of, how shall we say, aged out? I think that's a fair way of saying it. We get some Fed minutes today. The only problem with the Fed minutes today, the Federal Reserve, the bankers of the United States, the regional bankers get together and they rabble. And when they rabble, they get they they get they form a consensus. They get some ideas. They they take down some minutes from their conversations. They release the minutes. In this case, three or four weeks after the last time uh, they met. Good timing. Just call him Slowhand Luke. Now he's like, right on, right on. Um, so the minutes are released, but the only problem is since the minutes, since the Fed last met, they have seen the president introduce that tariff escalation to September. And then he, he, he realized, whoops, that's a stupid move because that'll ruin Christmas for Americans. 
And Christmas is a big part of our economy. We buy things. It's ridiculous to say out loud because isn't Christmas about a jolly old fat man coming down our chimney, also known as burglaring, breaking and entering? Uh, but yeah, Christmas is a big holiday for us. So we want that retail spending. So the Fed is out there. Now, I feel bad for the Fed. Uh, Jerome Powell, who heads the Fed, is he's being mocked. He's being ridiculed on a regular basis by Donald Trump, the man who hired him. Interesting, right? Um, I find that interesting. Amazon opens the biggest global campus in India. Holy mackerel. Um, we'll talk about that for sure. Is it too late to own Amazon? I don't think it is. Remember a couple of years ago about that company called PillPack? You probably don't. But as I've gotten older, I've been more prone to infection, more prone to taking more medicines, right? Amazon delivers anything in retail that I want. I want soccer balls there the next day. And I no longer have to go to a, a mall or anything like that. Getz Brothers or any sporting goods. Dick's Sporting Goods. And say, uh, where's the soccer balls at? And that would take up an hour and a half of my day. Now I just go, click. It's the idea of having my medication sent to me. Very attractive. Awesome. And the company I trust the most is Amazon. I've used Amazon. I don't want to sound like I'm a big deal. But I've used them for a long time. I want to say 25 years now. Whoa. Since 1996. What's that, 23 years, I guess? Um, and I, they've had my credit card. In fact, they've gone through like five or six of my credit cards, right? In fact, I have the Amazon credit card. Do you know why? Because they give me 5% back on anything I buy with them. And that makes me feel like instead of paying a dollar, I'm paying 95 cents for something. And I like that a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the way you say that. I do, too. So, back to the markets. Markets are higher. Positive bias to retailers. We've seen Target and Lowe's come out, and Walmart. All basically saying, you know, our numbers are good, and we're going to raise the numbers just a little bit higher. And again, like Van Halen would say, we'll go higher and higher, straight up we'll fly. So, all the talk of the recession has to be put on hold. Now, we can talk about it. We can think about it. We can definitely project what it would feel like. But it has to be put on hold as long as those retail numbers and the first-time unemployment claims are where they are. And they're not in bad places, neither one of them at this point in time. I would argue that the 10-year Treasury is saying, um, we think things are going to get worse in retail and in employment. Now, with that being said, it, it makes total sense that employment would get a little bit worse. Because it's so good right now. It's like running and you get that runner's high. And you're like, I'm on an eight minute mile. I'm on an eight minute mile. I'm on an eight minute mile. You're not going to be able to hold that forever. But it feels good when you can. Sweet. So 10 year treasury, not that big of a story today. 1.58%. So it's not saying like, oh man, those retail numbers are so good. We might as well go back to 2%. It's not doing that. And for the record, I just finished a refi because when the 10-year treasury hit 1.6, 1. 1.62, 1. I was like, that's good enough for me. Let's take a look at rates. Cha-ching! I was able to save about $4,000 a year on a property. 
for a refi that cost me about four thousand dollars. So I don't break even until the first year's over. And I'm gonna feel like a butthead. Hey Beavis, hey butthead. <laughs> I'm gonna feel like a butthead if rates go even lower. But historically they don't. And I have to feel comfortable in my own skin knowing that if they do, I'm okay with it. So Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, even though they're gonna release minutes today, the big thing coming out of his mouth, his pie hole, is at the Kansas City Fed's uh, Jackson Hole Symposium. I'm not a big guy to go out and hang out with men in nature. It's not my thing. Although, interesting interesting to note, Jay-Z is investing in a company that's trying to get urban, i.e. black Americans, out in, in the woods, in the forests, in kind of a glora, glorified clamping. And I know you're saying... That's kind of interesting. And hearing his press release on it, he was like, well, yeah, black people don't go out in the woods. I want to change that. And you're like, that's a great spot on Jay-Z impression. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, but I didn't know that was a problem we had to solve. <laughs> I guess it is. You with me? It gets me because you got to choose a side. This is the Civil War. So markets are higher today. I'm in a good mood. I'm awake. I'm alive. And I'm good. Trump says the Fed is the only problem with the economy. Calls Powell a golfer who can't putt. <laughs> oh, I love him. Last week when he went after one of his own supporters for being overweight, I'm like, dude, dude, come on. Bank of America CEO Brian Monahan, interesting looking man. Like I, I would talk, call him handsome. I'm not going to say he's Colin Firth handsome, but I did say he's handsome. He says the consumer is doing well and will keep the U.S. economy growing. He's tied towards Bank of America. He knows what the consumer is doing. Target CEO, the U.S. trade war creates uncertainty and complexity. That's still out there, isn't it? When that goes away, what do you think is going to happen to the market? If that goes away, maybe we'll be in a trade war for 100 more years. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. New website is newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com with a lot of resources for you for free at newfocusfinancial.com. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Don't you hate those jive turkey TV shows where they, they act like they don't know who the audience is watching? Like, oh, look who's here. It's you. Come on in. Let me open the door. I'm not doing any fourth wall kind of bull, bull stuff on this show. If I want to go to Phuket in Thailand, I'm going to go. That's all I have to say about that. Big story out today that I, I, I this is important. Road to retirement. You know what one of the big things in retirement is going to be? Healthcare costs. Do you know one of the big things for you and me is healthcare costs? I don't even know what to eat anymore. And when I say that, I don't even know what's healthy anymore. You know this whole meatless meat burger? I know you're saying, what are you trying to say? Just say it, because what you're trying to say is not working out. Um, the CEO of... Whole Foods. 
says the burger's not very good for you, even though it's good for the planet. Interesting, right? Sometimes we can't win to lose. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, eh, we can talk about it real quick. Whole Foods CEO, who is part of Amazon now, uh, but he's still around there. Remember Whole Foods a couple years ago got into a big, big social media issue? They're basically slamming their rival, but it was the CEO under a fake name doing it. Whole Foods gave plant-based meat startup Beyond Meat its first shot at selling its vegan chicken strips at Whole Foods locations across the country way back, 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 back in 2013. Early believers and investors in the product were billionaires Bill Gates and Twitter co-founder Biz Stone. I know you're saying, did Bill Gates really touch magic again? Not only could he do Microsoft, but he'd also do Beyond Meat. Uh huh. But Beyond Meat developed its first beef product made from plant proteins, and it's a stock that's recently, it's starting to find its level. It's starting to become, I'm not going to say investable, because it still has a crazy high valuation with a lot of people shorting it. But it's no longer moving crazy. And you can't invest in Mike Tyson. It's too crazy. I'm crazy. people's ears. So Beyond Meat was kind of crazy like that for a bit. You know, it started to settle down a little bit. So it's been the best IPO of 2019. The market for meat substitutes is expected to hit 2.5 billion by 2023. And a lot of people have been vegans their whole life, and they're like, "Woohoo! We finally got you know a, a pariah to lead us." You know they're making a Matrix 4. I know you're saying, is that because Keanu Reeves is all that in a bucket of chicken? It is. He is loved right now. Um, so Mackie, the CEO of Whole Foods, he says, I don't think eating highly processed foods is healthy. I think people thrive on eating whole foods. As for health, I will not endorse that. And that is about as big of criticism than I'll do in public. So he's not loving the plant-based, highly processed product. And I, I, I mostly, I get it. Um, there was a line in Say Anything quote about processing things. Uh, John Cusack, and I can't quite remember it. But it, it was quite, okay, I remember it. I don't want to sell anything, buy anything. An, an older man was asking a younger man, about dating his daughter. What do you want to do with your life, Lloyd? He goes, I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything, bought, or processed, or buy anything, sold, or processed, or process anything, sold, bought, or processed, or repair anything, sold, bought, or processed. You know, as a career, I don't want to do that. And I think there's something to be said for eating that way, too. You could change the word from sell to say, uh, I don't want to eat anything, <laughs> bought, or processed. Um, there's something there, right? So going back to healthcare, because this is where I started the whole segment on, and John Mackey, CEO of Whole Foods, said, I don't know if this whole processed food thing is as good for you as people think. Health insurance and related costs for employees of large companies are as twice as fast as wages. So if you've had a job between 2008 and 2018, the last 10 years, you've seen your healthcare coverage skyrocket. Once again, as Van Halen would say, or Van Hagar, which one did he like? Because I was a Sammy Hagar fan versus a David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth was just a little too weird for me. I know better songs. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. 
But um, as far as pop music goes, I'm a Hagar guy. As far as classic rock, probably a David Lee Roth. But anyway, a family of four in the U.S. with coverage from a larger employer spent a total of $7,700 on healthcare. That's up from $4,600 10 years ago. $4,600 to $7,700. And treatment outcomes haven't improved. So we're paying more, maybe for the same, or paying more for less. Over the last decade, health insurance costs for U.S. employees of large companies have risen more than twice as fast as their pay. How do you feel about that? Now, again, all things considered, it's probably a good invest. It's probably a good insurance to have, right? Uh, Cancer is expensive. Diabetes is expensive. We are a nation of fat oompa loompas. It's interesting if you look back forty years ago, we weren't this obese. It's it's almost as life became maybe it's the cell phone, I don't know. As we became more productive, as we became wealthier as a nation, we just got fatter. Ten years ago employers were spending ten thousand a year towards your family premium. Now it's over fifteen thousand dollars a year. Now you've gone from about forty seven hundred to about seventy eight hundred. So the employers aren't eating all the costs for you. It's higher costs. Ultimately, lower pay. So that's a big cost of, of, of care. They say you can expect to spend at least $250,000 on health care in retirement. And that's not even before you start losing your mind. I've got a family member that as he got older, he's like, I hear cactus juice is good. Read it on this internet site that says advertisement. <laughs> So he goes out and buys cactus juice. Does it for a couple months. Probably has cactus juice that I'll inherit one day. Man will die. I'll go in, clear out his house, and find myself a big old box of cactus juice. Delicious. Jeez, I'm water. going crazy out there at the lake. Yep. Yep. Wildfires are sweeping through the Amazon in record numbers. Our planet's hot. It's on fire. Just throwing that out there. Um, fascinating interview, not interview, but um, Serena Williams, they're showing uh, a drone. She's given an exhibition and the drone flew by and she, she knocked it down with a tennis shot. It goes to show you that drones have a long way to go. You can knock it down with a tennis ball. Um, the best pizzeria in New York City just closed for not paying $167,000 in back taxes. You got to pay your taxes. The IRS is never, ever, never going to give up on you. So just throwing that out there. Investors around the world are pulling billions of dollars out of Chinese stocks, and the bleeding is unlikely to stop anytime soon. You know where a lot of money is going right now? U.S. Treasuries. Some people think our interest rate is going to go down to 0% because everywhere else in the world it's 0% or negative. So a lot of money being attracted there. Weird way to play the bond market. We need a 50-year bond is the call out of me. Find me online at robblackshow.com. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Just 
I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Foster the People. Interesting, uh, two-brother band. A couple other people in the band. One of them's pretty good-looking, and one of them got hit by the... Uh, fell off the tr- ugly tree and hit every ugly stick on the way down. It's weird how families work out, eh? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, thanks for listening. I should say that on occasion. Payroll tax was a big question that went around Wall Street yesterday. A lot of people haven't heard of it because, you know, you don't do this for a living. Story doesn't come along, but every six or seven years, the Trump administration is considering a payroll tax cut for American workers. And there ain't no way the, the House of Representatives or the Senate are, are to approve it. Too much of a ballooning deficit problem. And it would boost the economy, in my opinion, which would help his chances of getting reelected, which Congress just ain't going to play that game in an election year, is my assumption. If the economy went to heck in a handbasket, maybe Congress would say, how about an infrastructure bill? We could do that during an election year, but I don't know about this one. So payroll taxes come out of, guess what? Your paychecks. Vast majority of American workers... Um, are used to you know seeing their checks not being complete, right? You look at it and you go, oh, I lost a lot of money to Social Security. Well, wait, wait, Medicare took some money? What's this thing that I paid for unemployment insurance? It's all part of your payroll tax. Uh, payroll tax generated about $855 billion last year. So the portion for Social Security that you pay 6.2% of your wages how much of that would be cut is a big question. And, you know, again, isn't it supposed to be going to Social Security? And why are we spending today what I'll gladly pay you on Friday for a hamburger today? That stuff doesn't go over. Popeye wasn't real. What was the guy's name? Blimpy or something like that? I'll gladly pay you for a hamburger on Friday. If I can eat it today, um, get out of my store. That's what I would scream to him, you know? Go, shoot, get on, go, get on out. So that's the problem, the cost. If you cut the payroll tax from 6.2% to 4.2%, it's going to cost about $150 billion a year in revenue for the Social Security Trust Fund. And we already know it's struggling to make ends meet. And as more and more people retire, it's going to go to the point where it's not properly funded. I'm not saying it's going to go bankrupt. I'm not going to say you're not going to get your Social Security check. Because I truly believe that we are a nation of can kickers. We'll kick the can down the road. And we'll say, well, we need to have a baby boom. Everyone, take Friday off. We're going to have a national holiday called Make a Baby Day. Because we need future taxpayers. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes to that. Remember how China can only have, you're only allowed one baby? And a lot of Chinese people wanted one male baby. And that was an issue. We may have the other issue. We need taxpayers. China's kind of got a different thing going from a very poor farming country 30 years ago to more of a manufacturing country in this day and age. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. So the payroll tax thing, I don't think flies. 
I think we have too much of a big deficit, and I think in a, an election year, it would be tough for any congressman to put their name on it when they're trying to get reelected. It's a step in the wrong direction when debt's already high, in my opinion. But again, I get it as a tool. Elsewhere out there, the number of 401k millionaires hit a record high. I'm happy. That's one of the better stories that I've done this year in 2019. I like it. Nice work. Walmart suing Tesla after seven fires at their stores on some of their solar panels. And Walmart saying, we want you to come and take all this crap off. Um, it's not working the way you said it would. The construction and the contractors did a poor job. We could see defects on the, the materials. Tesla's getting kind of... How shall we say more bad press than good press these days? But the number of investors with at least $1 million in their 401k accounts rose to 196000 at the end of the second quarter. January, February, March, first quarter. April, May, June, second quarter. That's up from the 180000 the previous. So we have a stock market that's rallying big time. We big time for like nine years. And if you take a look at the last 25 years, what an age of prosperity. It's like that horrible, horrible musical. Aquarius. Was it Aquarius? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Um, this is the age. It's a golden age of investing. And for the record, I hate all musicals. I'm okay with like operas. Italian operas, that works for me on some levels. But musicals don't work for me. Oh, my kitty cat, meow, meow, meow. Midnight. You will never, some ever, the, ever have a career in singing. And the kitties are all sleeping. Uh, Broadway shows suck. Hamilton sucks. I'm sorry, but I'm going I'm to have to be the first person to say that. Oh okay, my, is it my. innovative? Yes. It's awful, though. It's dreadful. It's miserable. Just my opinion. I don't mind a good play. Don't ruin it with singing. So 180,000 Americans have a 401k worth a million dollars. That's good. I like that. Um, that and Social Security, you might be able to make ends meet when you retire. So Social Security is really not going to cover your health care costs. It's going to be about a push is my expectation. So that's a good number. That's something I can work with. Um, uh, but now, again, the problem is it's only 180,000 people. The average balance for people who've been saving over a decade is 305,000. So we're getting better. Employers are kicking in more money. More than a third of employers now auto-enroll new employees in the company's 401k plan, more than doubling in the last 10 years. I don't understand why we don't make 401ks mandatory. How about this? How about you pay no income in retirement? No income tax if you give up Social Security, but you max out your 401k. I, I, I would strongly consider it. So congratulations to the 401k workers out there. Um, I think it's a step, like I said, in the right direction. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Amazon launched its biggest campus in the world in the southern Indian city of Hyderabad. My pronunciation, not bueno in uh, Asian countries. And 
their cities and their capitals. So when I tell you they launched their biggest campus in the world in India, does that make you go, huh, aren't they a Seattle-based company? Isn't Seattle the town where you can get coffee? Amazon picked Arlington as the site for its upcoming second headquarters. But the new campus in India is the one that I'm most interested in. Spread over nine and a half acres. Cost hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what's funny about Americans? We're not, how shall we say, very open-minded. There's some people listening to the radio right now who are like, I wonder if if their houses in India. I wonder if Amazon made their buildings out of sticks. (laughs) No. Really? A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't ever change their vision of the world. Just telling you. Most Californians I know have never been east of the the Rocky Mountains. Very closed-minded country. India is considered the last major growth market for e-commerce. But a lot of local players are already committing, you know, big revenues and, and trying to generate business. Jeff Bezos, evil empire, dictator, has committed an investment of over $5 billion for India operations as it's seeking to fend off Walmart's e-commerce flip cart. Now, again, I don't even pretend to tell you I understand the Indian market. I can tell you. I like the Indian market more than I like the Chinese market. India has had a form of capitalism far longer than China. India's got awesome uh, universities, great roads, um, a very stable, I'm not going to say stable, a strong political system. And those are all things that help commerce. If you're with me or against me. Target had a good quarter. Shares hit a record high. Remember a couple years ago, and by the way, I hate shopping at Target. I hate shopping. That's just my problem. Um, Target had a nice quarter. Second quarter earnings smashed expectations. That's not something you typically say all that often. Um, so... Target had some problems a couple years ago with their red card or with their um, credit card readers. They got scammed. And ultimately, it hurt the company to tell everyone, hey, we blew it. Your information was stolen. If your information hasn't been stolen, (coughs) you might be the golden child. I'm assuming everyone's information has been stolen. Target beat analyst expectations on earnings. That's the bottom line. And on revenues. They said investment in same-day shipping and in-store pickup drew more customers. I'm probably a little more likely. Are you a little more likely the last couple years, last two years, to to have uh, an internet experience beyond Amazon and try Walmart or Target? I am on, like, things like TVs and electronics. I'm not sure I want the clothing, but we'll see. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Oh, I say 
I think it's super important to understand that so many of your dollars automatically go away. It goes away in your rent or your mortgage. A lot of people are somewhere between 30 and 40% of their salary on just housing. In some markets, that's obviously more. It's interesting to note, though, that the McMansion that I grew up as an American dream, living in a big old house, is no longer the American dream. The American dream now might be uh, just a place to call home. And the dynamics are changing pretty dramatically, and what I mean by that is uh, you're probably starting to see a little bit more, how shall we say this, uh, compromises. People don't have big closets anymore, so they probably aren't stocking up on shoes like they used to. Probably aren't shopping, stocking up on clothes like they used to. Because the housing's getting smaller. There's going to be ramifications, right? People live in small homes, small apartments. I know some millennials that live in 400 square foot plate homes. And uh, to me, you can get a prison cell that's that big. And that's kind of scary to me. I don't know if it's scary to you. But I think there's a reality that's kind of shocking there. That if I lived in a 400 square foot home, and for the record, let me give you an example. When I first moved to California many, 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 many years ago, back in 2001 or 2000, somewhere around there, I met a woman from Canada, but she lived here. She was a CFP type. And she lived in a teeny, tiny, tiny home in Campbell. And I'd never seen anything like it in my life because I'd been basically raised in Europe and then the latter part of my teen years on the East Coast. Um, I'd never seen anything like it. It was the smallest home I'd ever seen. She showed me her energy bill for a month was $4. I was like, how is that possible? Your refrigerator has to be $4. And she's like, exactly. I'm like, how about your hot water? Showers at the gym. How about your TV? Doesn't have one. Internet? Nope. Doesn't even pay for internet. She, she'd go to a coffee shop. In the, ter- in the, in the world of like um, attractive qualities, she was beyond a penny pincher. But that was a lifestyle ch- choice for her. She never wanted to be in the small apartment except to sleep. Literally, you open the door and you could see her bed. You look five feet past it, you could see a kitchenette. You look five feet past that and you could see what would amount to a a dining room that might have been big enough to put a a card table in. And uh, I found that attractive. I found that as she figured out a way to make it work. She didn't want all her money going into rent. I think that's cool. I'm I'm good with that. It's interesting because she was also a, a bit of a, how shall we say, health nut? You know, like I said, she'd shower at the gym and everything. And uh, she had no body fat. It was one of the weirder things I've ever seen in a person. Like, she had none. None. Like, you could her arm was tight. Her stomach was tight. Her rumpus was tight. Her legs were tight. She had no body fat. Anyhow, recession fears. 
and I, why do I bring that up? Oh, um, there's going to be some ramifications for the way people live. So that's a good thing. And that's one of the reasons why renting your clothes, not the worst thing in the world. Recession fears are mounting in certain parts of the U.S. economy. But Walmart and Target both had solid quarters. And they're telling us, the American consumers, okay. Um, a large part of our economy, roughly 80%, is driven by the consumer. Home improvement is an early indicator of economic distress. But from Home Depot's numbers, there's no sign that consumers in a tailspin. Target and Walmart would be considered bellwethers for mainstream America. They're pointing to the same exact conclusion. I know you're saying, did you say contusion? No, I said conclusion. Did you know where the term bellwether comes from? It's kind of one of those odd terms, because I should probably be using the term blue chip. But bellwether is an individual who either leads or starts a trend, indicates a trend. Uh, So they're literally a trendsetter. Term derives from the Middle English bellwether. It refers to the practice of placing a bell around the neck of a castrated ram, which would lead the flock of sheep. So when we use the term bellwether, we're talking about castrated rams in theory. That's where we go back, 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 back to. Um, bellwether stocks are often used to determine the direction of an industry. In the short term, J.P. Morgan is considered a bellwether of financial stocks. It's one of the major banks in the United States. It sets the tone for the whole industry. It's got contracts with companies in other industries. So it, it helps us understand the U.S. sector of different sectors in the market. Tata Consultancy. I just like saying the word Tata. Tata! is uh, bellwether for tech stocks in the Indian markets. So if you see a company like Tata do well, it's telling you probably a lot of businesses in India are doing well, tech businesses. So anyway, bellwethers have their their role. A little bit different than a blue chip, but same idea. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy. Markets are having a nice day. In large part, it's that consumer retail story. It's the Target story. Are you with me against me? If we have jobs, we tend to spend money. That's why that first-time unemployment claims on Thursday, every Thursday it comes out, it's important to look at. Uh, The employment trends and report that comes out on the first Friday of every month, also important to look at. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.